There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello there. This is episode 649 of Luke's English Podcast, and it's the first episode of March 2020. You'll see that the episode is quite long. You might look at it and go, oh my God, it's nearly two hours, and you'll be shocked. But it's all right. It's okay. Just... uh, it's fine. Um, now, the the challenge for me while recording this episode, as you will hear, was to basically keep talking without stopping, without editing. Um, okay, so the challenge was to just con- do the whole thing without editing. And the challenge for you is to listen to the entire thing without editing as well. But I don't know how you would, how would you edit it? I don't know. But anyway, You can choose to listen to the entire thing with me without stopping, or you can choose to stop and do something else and come back. But, you know, it's fine. Whatever you choose to do is totally okay. Um, I won't say any more about the episode. I'm going to do plenty of that in a moment. But um, the podcast is made possible. This podcast is made possible thanks to three things. One thing is uh, the the premium subscription from teacherluke.co.uk slash premium. The other thing is uh, donations from listeners, and uh, my listeners are very generous. They they do donate to support the podcast. You can do that by clicking a PayPal donate button on the website. And the third thing is uh, sponsorship, um, and all these things allow me to continue doing this podcast as a long term project. Um, and uh, so the sponsor, my main sponsor, is iTalky. Uh, it's a service that allows you to find one to one teachers. Uh, qualified teachers, uh, native English speakers for uh, one-to-one English lessons or one-to-one conversations. It's all done using Skype or similar uh, video conferencing software. You can just do it from your computer at home or wherever you uh, want to be. It's uh, extremely convenient and this is the new way to get regular speaking practice into your life. And that is so important. Uh, Remember the five P's, practice, 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 practice and practice. And of course, the five S's, speaking, 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 speaking and speaking. Um, How do you get regular speaking practice into your life? Well, italki is there for you. And um, so you go on to italki uh, using my uh, URL and uh, look at all the teachers. When you find the one that's right for you, it's very easy to organise some lessons. And then before you know it, you've got regular conversations with a native speaker, personalised just for you. Um, okay, so check out all the details by going to teacherluke.co.uk slash talk, or just click an italki logo on my website. So I now hope you enjoy listening to this full-length episode, and here we go. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, everyone. In this episode, you're going to hear me talking on my own, which probably means it's going to be easier to understand and follow what I'm saying 
than some of the other episodes I've uploaded recently because I've uploaded some pretty challenging episodes over the last few weeks and months and years, in fact. Um, I try to mix it up a bit on this podcast with some challenging episodes and some easier easier ones. Um, Let's say um, the easier ones are when I'm on my own and the more challenging ones are probably when I'm with other people or when we're breaking down recordings of other people on the, the podcast, all right? So, I mean, I don't know. It depends on your level of English, of course, but I would say, in general, uh, the ones where I'm on my own are probably easier than the ones where I'm joined by someone else or when I'm breaking down um, recordings. So those are the challenging ones. But in this one, it's just me and you, because you are involved, because you're listening, right? Right. Um, I hope this will come as something as a relief to you, a slightly easier episode. I hope this is going to be uh, a bit of a relief for you. Like, oh, oh that's a relief, you know, uh, slightly easier than some of the stuff uh, Luke has uploaded recently, you might be thinking. So this might be a relief, at least to those of you who are pushing yourselves by listening to my podcast and who might have quite a tough time understanding the more challenging episodes. I know that some episodes are difficult to follow sometimes because of the speed of English that you're hearing from my guests and from me, and because we might be talking about subjects that you're not so familiar with, possibly. But anyway, um, what, what's going on, Luke? What are you talking about? I think it's clear, isn't it, what I'm talking about? Are you sort of, is this an apology? No, this isn't, apolo- this isn't an apology because as a as a wise person once said, I don't know who that was, uh, the person who said it to me was um, my uh, uh, the guy who used to run the comedy workshops I used to attend in London, Logan Murray. His advice was, never explain, never apologise. So I'm not I don't, I'm not apologising, but I am explaining. So I am kind of breaking the rule, but rules are made to be broken, aren't they? So I'm not apologising, but I am explaining. Anyway, no stress today okay just no stress there's enough stress in the world especially at the moment the plan here in this episode is just to chat to you to have a good old-fashioned ramble on luke's english podcast so the idea is that you can have a bit of a breather today just enjoy listening to this and i hope that you listen to all of it from start to finish if that makes any difference to you uh Editing might be necessary. Uh, am I going to edit? Hmm. What would be good is if I could do this entire episode without editing for two reasons. One reason would be because it would save me a great deal of time because I wouldn't need to go through the entire thing and edit again. And I know that there's someone going, but that's a little bit lazy, isn't it, Luke? Well, it's not necessarily because actually... Uh, I've been very busy. I work very hard, so I don't think it's laziness. It's more a question of being pragmatic sometimes on this podcast. So actually, I'm going to... Hmm, I'm not going to edit this episode. So even when I make mistakes, I'm going to keep them in. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, that's fine, Luke. We like the mistakes. It shows that you're a human being and not some kind of robot. Great. Well, did you did you eat, did you think I was a robot? Was anyone out there going? Hmm. I like Luke's English podcast, but maybe he's a robot. I don't know if anyone was thinking. I've got robots. English robot three thousand. I uh, they're not real robots. 
Anyway, let me read that paragraph again. But there's a promise from me. Oh, my God, have I just made a promise? Oh, Luke, don't cash checks that you could what what is it don't write checks that you can't pay uh is that a phrase anyway very rambling we're rambling a lot normally at this point because i've made mistakes and i've already gone off on a crazy tangent i said this would be an easy episode normally at this point i would stop and start again but i'm not doing that today because A, as I as I was saying before, A or 1? I can't remember. Did I start with 1 or did I start with A? don't remember. Anyway, I'm, I'm not going to edit this because A, I don't have the time uh, and I'm not complaining. I'm very happy. I'm happy to have lots of things to do. So I'm not editing because of the time. And secondly, because of full disclosure to be transparent. I just want this to be transparent and authentic. Um, okay, right. I'm not going to stop and explain every single thing. But anyway, so let me go back a paragraph or two. I've got some notes here on the screen that I'm reading from. Uh, sometimes when I'm reading from my notes, I misread them and it kind of messes me up and I have to edit the mistake. Anyway, what did I say? No stress, right? There's no no stress. Take it, Everyone take a deep breath. <sighs> okay, that's better, isn't it? Sometimes that's all you need to do, right? When it's all getting a little bit too much and that is something that happens to everyone, sometimes things start to get a bit on top, don't they? Things start to get a bit stressful. When things start to stress you out a bit, just stop, take a deep breath and count to 10. It's often a good good policy to give you a little chance to stop and just collect yourself. Ah. <sighs> You're thinking, are you stressed, Luke? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm fairly stressed, but um, I think no more than any average human who is, you know, working, trying to trying to make a living, uh, trying to get by in the world, trying to bring up a child, trying to live in a foreign country. You know, there's a certain amount of stress involved in that. So, yeah, I am stressed to a reasonable degree. But I think that uh, that's fine. It's, there's nothing wrong with being stressed. I mean, it's in, in the sense that it's not a crime. It's nothing to be ashamed of. We all get stressed out. It's just a question of how we manage it, right? Okay. So, right, no stress. That's the idea. I'm trying not to, you know, I'm trying to keep everything cool and calm and collected. And I'd like to extend that sentiment towards you as well. Because it's a crazy, crazy, crazy time isn't it, in the world? There's a lot of stress going around. So the plan here is just for me to chat to you, have a good old-fashioned ramble on Luke's English podcast so that you can have a bit of a breather. You can have a breather today and just enjoy listening to this. To have a breather basically means to just have like a little break, um, a chance to just, you know, just get some rest. I'm opening the window. Does that bother you? No, Luke. (laughs) It's fine. Maybe we'll hear some noises. The weather here is grey. It's overcast and grey. It's horrible. I mean, it could be worse. It could be freezing cold and treacherous and dangerous out there. It's not particularly dangerous in terms of the weather today. Um, But it's grey, overcast. You can't see the sun. There's not a lot of light. It's a bit miserable. 
Uh, that's what it's like in this part of the world. It's the same, you know. Paris is more or less the same as, um, as as London, really, in terms of its weather. And that's right. I do live in Paris. I get emails from people all the time who who say things like, "If I ever come to London, I'd love to meet you one day." Uh, actually, I live in Paris, although I do go to London from time to time and meet my listeners. So, more more on on Lepster meetups later. I'll come back to that. So have a bit of a breather and just enjoy listening to this episode. That's the idea. I hope you listen to all of it from start to finish. Um, If it makes any difference to you, I will sing you a song or two at the end of this episode uh, with my guitar. Got the guitar here. It's just next to me, but I'm not going to be singing now. I'll sing later. So if you'd like to hear me singing again, as I do at the end of episodes sometimes, then stick with it and keep listening until the end. Don't be tempted to skip forward. If you do want to hear me singing, don't be tempted to skip forward. I I would like to ask you to just listen to this normally. And if you'd like to hear me singing, you can kind of get that at the end. But you've got to put up with me rambling to you for a while. So no skipping forward. That's cheating. All right. Two words, deferred gratification, deferred gratification. I've talked about this before. I think I talked about it with Paul in that episode that we had about him being a dad or something. But um, deferred gratification. Gratification is basically when you do something that makes you feel good. So it could be like, um, hmm, let's say you've got a plate of food and uh, there are some things on the plate that you don't really like, like there's maybe some vegetables that you aren't very keen on. And then there's like some delicious food on the plate that you really want to eat. Now, what do you do? Do you eat, just go straight for the good stuff first? This is a bad example, Luke. Hmm. Here's a better example, I think. Well, I'll use the example of this episode. God, it's so tempting to start this again. You've no idea how tempting it is to start. I feel like this entire episode has already gone off the... It's like the train has come off the tracks about four times already. But I promised, didn't I? I made a kind of tentative promise that I would not restart this. This is very rambling, but that's the point of this episode, actually. So deferred gratification. So that's... Let's say you've got something like a chocolate bar... You've bought a chocolate bar. You really want to eat it, okay? But it's 12 o'clock midday and you haven't eaten your lunch yet. So what do you do? Do you eat the chocolate bar now because you want to eat it now? Or do you wait, cook your lunch, eat your lunch, and then maybe have the chocolate bar later? Well, if you follow the concept of deferred gratification, you will put off that gratifying experience of eating the chocolate bar and you'll eat it later because ultimately that is better for you even though in the short term you want to do it now uh, putting it off until later is actually a better idea and that's the idea of deferred gratification so anyway deferred gratification if indeed listening to me singing a song or two on the guitar is something that would gratify you if that would please you then I just um I'm requesting that you don't skip forward. Instead, you just listen to all of this rambling and then you get the songs at the end. Okay, so now it's important to have a bit of self-discipline, I think, in in one's life. 
And I'm talking to myself there as much as I'm talking to you. Self-discipline. Yes, Luke. Even in this episode, there's not a lot of self-discipline going on here. You've no idea, actually, the level of self-discipline that was required uh, for me to plan and now start recording this. It ta- it's taking me a lot of self-discipline to not press that stop button and start this again. But I've, I've made, a, I've made a, a sort of informal agreement with my audience now that I carry on without editing and without starting again. So I have, I have to be good to my word. Haha, <laughs> wait a minute, Luke. Ah, this is me record interrupting myself from the future. We don't say good to uh, my word. It's true to my word. So I have to be true to my word, meaning I have to uh, keep my promise. Okay. Yeah. And this, I know this sounds like this looks like I'm editing. I'm not, I haven't taken anything away from the episode. I haven't cut anything out. I'm adding even more. So anyway, I have to be true to my word, uh, which means that I'm not going to remove anything. Okay. That's it from future me. Let's go back to normal me. Normal? Yeah. So when I decided to do this episode, I thought to myself, and it's, and it's always like this with these rambling episodes, as I've come to call them. So I, th- I thought to myself that I decided initially to just talk without preparing anything in advance. No pressure, no specific agenda, just a chance to speak my mind and try to express the ideas which have been building up in my head since the last time I spoke to you like this. So that was the original plan. I'll just kind of switch on the microphone and just kind of let it all tumble out. Um, And the idea is, slash was, that I could keep it authentic, keep it in the moment, right? And that I don't have to spend ages working on the episode before I started recording. That was the idea. That's what I think when I decide to do an episode like this. I think I'll just do no preparation. I'll just speak. It'll all be impromptu. And that will be more authentic and it'll be really attention-grabbing and it'll be easier for my audience to to listen to, which is ultimately all part of the plan. It, It would make it better for your English. Okay, but that is easier said than done because, well, what happens, Luke? What hap- Is it weird that I talk to myself like that? You know I'm just doing a kind of a thing. It's just kind of a character. It's okay. Don't worry. So what happens? Um, how do you end up... Well, so what happens then? Well, I, st- I think, right, blank page, no preparation. I'm just going to ramble to my audience and tell them some of the things that have been on my mind in terms of like, you know, the podcast stuff. Uh, but what happens is then I think, well, um, I'd better... Um, I, I, I'd, uh, I better write some things down or I won't remember them. I won't remember to mention them. So as I'm going about my day, usually when I'm on the way home from work or when I'm on the way home from dropping off my daughter at the daycare centre or in little moments like that, as I'm going to sleep or, or um, you know, um, maybe I've just been having a conversation with my wife about something and Something springs up in my mind and I think, oh, I should, I must mention that. It seems important. Or I've just thought about what it must be like for you listening to recent episodes and I feel like, ah, I I really want to address certain things that have been on my mind. And so I feel like, oh, I better write those things down because I won't remember them otherwise. And so I end up starting to type some things 
I'm like typing a few ideas. And then I can't help typing a bit more detail around those ideas. And then before you know it, I'm kind of typing the whole episode before I've even started recording it. And then I've got a big document and I have to try and make the whole document make sense. I've got to try and make sure it all ma- it, 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 it's all coherent. And before you know it, like the pre-production stage has, has really got out of hand and the whole concept of just talking without a script or without um, too much planning in advance has gone out of the window, right? So, you know, you can see it's a bit complicated. So it's, it's hard to know when to stop preparing and when to start recording. This is all very kind of, uh, what's the word for it? Uh, it's uh, transparent. That's what I'm trying to do. So I've decided to just start uh, to get started here without worrying too much about having every single detail prepared in advance. Although having said that, I do have quite a lot of text that I'm reading from. This text will be available on the website, as I will mention in a moment. So I know that a lot of this is probably not really an issue for you. But I'm just giving you a bit of insight into what goes through my mind when I prepare and record an episode. So that's it. No more preparing. I've lifted my hands from the keyboard. It's time to start talking, which in fact I've been doing now for 16 minutes. My God, time flies. That's like, how many episodes of BBC Six Minute English is that? That's like two point something episodes of BBC Six Minute English already done. (laughs) But this is not BBC Six Minute English. This is Luke's English podcast. So um, the main aim of this episode is to just check in on you, which is a way to say kind of, you know, to kind of make sure that you're doing all right. If you check in on someone, you kind of like, I've mentioned this before in, in a previous episode that was along similar lines, to check in on someone. You can imagine like popping your head in the door, like you open the door, you pop your head in and say, everything all right, just checking in on you, just making sure everything's okay, right? Just check in on someone. So uh, the aim of the episode is to kind of check in on you, but not check up on you. To check up on someone would be to sort of investigate someone, to gather information, to spy on someone. It's got a more pejorative sense to it. So I'm just checking in on you, okay? Just making sure you're okay. I'm not checking up on you. Mm, okay check up on someone would be like i don't know let's say you're okay let's say you've uh, uh, um let's say my daughter she's i mean she's only two but if she was let's say 14 right and she was like dad dad uh, uh, um i'm gonna go to a party with some of my friends on saturday all right um and i'm like all right who are your friends and she's like i'm gonna go out with bill i'm like Oh, yeah. You're going out to a party with Bill. Okay, fine. We'll have a good time. And then I take her to the party and then I call her on her phone, like, you know, calling her. It's like, uh, and then she's like, Dad, what is, what, what is it? What do you want? I'm like, so I'm just, you know, just, and, you know, just wanted to see how the evening's going. How's Bill? And, uh, and then she goes, are you checking up on me? Meaning, are you kind of investigating you see the difference you can see the difference so just checking in on you just making sure you know i'm visiting you just to make sure everything's okay i'm not checking up on you a very very fine distinction there between those two phrasal verbs anyway so one of the aims is to just check in on you make sure you're doing all right i'd also like to chat to you about various things on my mind and uh, things that i think are of interest to you as a member of my audience so it's kind of podcast related stuff really uh, I'd like to talk a little bit about recent episodes, just to kind of establish where we are with the whole Luke's English podcast project. Um, 
I'd like to give you a few bits of news. So just little bits of information that I think you might like to know. Not not all, you know, it's not going to be all personal. Like, I did this and I did that. But just things that I think you will genuinely find interesting, I hope. Um, I'd like to respond to a couple of comments that I've received on the website recently. And I'd like to just have a bit of a laugh. You know, I'd just like to have some fun on the podcast because that is one of my favourite things about doing this. Just messing about and having fun with no stress involved. And, you know, if you can be part of that fun, um, then great. Because learning a language becomes far more enjoyable and as a result i hope easier when it's an it's an enjoyable experience right and i think that if i'm enjoying it probably if i'm in a good place when i'm recording it then hopefully you will also be as well so just messing around no stress okay so i'm all the another aim at the end of this episode will, will be to sing one two or three uh songs on the guitar which I will leave until the end. Now, time is an issue uh, because at about five o'clock, I've got a Skype call with someone. So I have to get this all wrapped up. And you're thinking, what time is it, Luke? We'd like to know the time. Well, I'm not telling you the time because let's forget about the time. I'd like you to... I'm keeping an eye on the clock, but don't worry about it, all right? I don't want you to worry about it. Uh, let's just forget about the clock. When do I say that? I say that. Uh, I'm going to say forget about the clock again in a minute. Apologies if I ever repeat myself. We don't mind. Good. (laughs) Um, So, as we go through all of this, I'm sure that there will be various expressions, vocabulary, and other language points that will come up. Some of the time, I will uh, highlight those bits of language and maybe explain them. At other times... I will just say them and I'll let you just notice them and then we'll carry on. All right. Now, when I talk in episodes of this podcast, I'm sure that some people don't really notice what the method is. Considering this is a podcast for learners of English, it's called Learn English, Learn British English with Luke Thompson, right? Some people, I'm sure, like, okay, where's the method? What's the methodology? What's the science? Most people like to think that there is a specific pedagogical method at work. And in my experience, it is necessary to tell people, so my students, I mean, in my classes, it's necessary to tell people exactly what the method is in order to put their minds at rest so that they know they're in safe hands. So what I will say is this, and I'll probably come back to this point later about what the method is. I'll say this, it might not be obvious all the time, but there is a method to the madness, I can assure you. I've been teaching for nearly 20 years now, and to an extent, I'm now, I'm just always teaching. I'm just always in teaching mode. And this means that I'm always thinking about you while I'm talking. I'm always thinking about the listener not because I'm so selfless and wonderful, but because I just, I think I know what I'm doing. It's all right, Luke. You don't need to justify it. What was that phrase that Logan Murray used to say? Never explain, never apologise. Well, sorry, but the reason why I, I am doing this is because, see what I did? See what I did there? I made a joke. I said, never explain, never apologise. And then I started, and then I apologised and started to explain. Uh, okay. Well, let's just say this. 
Even when it's not obvious that I'm teaching you, I am teaching you. Every minute that you listen to this, and indeed most other things that you could listen to, other podcasts, other other noises, other sounds are available. Um, every minute that you listen to this um, uh, is a minute in the bank of your English. I'll talk more about methodology and this podcast in a bit. Um, I'm still technically in the introduction here, but let's just throw out the idea of introductions and the main part of the episode. This is it. This is the main part of the episode. Every single bit is the main part of the episode, all right? Now, I've no idea how long this will take, this particular episode. I've got, you know, various points here on my Google document. I've no idea how long this will take, but it usually takes longer than I expect. So this could easily be two episodes, but I've definitely got to finish by the time the Skype call happens. I said, don't think about the clock. Yeah, I'm sticking with that. So seriously, let's just forget about the clock for a while, okay? Don't worry about how much time is passing. If you need to stop listening for some reason, just stop. That's fine. Your podcasting app will remember where you were when you stopped and you can just carry on again when you're ready. The main thing is this. Just listen. Just try to follow everything. If you can follow it all without trouble, that is fantastic. Give yourself a little pat on the back. Well done you. If you can't follow it all, then just do your best, okay? Just keep going. Don't give up. Rewind sometimes and listen to certain bits again if you need to. But I think that this, I think probably these episodes where I'm on my own are a bit easier, even if my mind goes off in different directions and uh, I go from talking about this to talking about that. It's all a little bit unstructured, but that's okay. That's the, that's the kind of the concept. Um, so yeah, if uh, um, if you need to stop, you just stop and you can listen again when you need to. Uh, you might need to rewind and listen to certain bits again if necessary. And this is where your podcasting app will help once more because you should have those helpful little buttons which let you skip back by a few seconds. I use them a lot when I'm listening to podcasts myself, including ones in French. So if I'm listening to something in French, sometimes there's like, it's like, wait a minute, what uh, what happened? Why are they laughing? What was that? And I have to like use that little skip back button in the podcast app that I use and skip back, back, back. And then I find it again. So, you know, you might need to pause, go back sometimes when you're not just listening to this episode, but indeed any of my episodes. Um, and um, I, I know some someone now is going... I'm imagining, right? I'm imagining while I'm doing this that there's I've got all of you here. I mean, if I had all of you here, Frank, to be honest, and I'm not I'm not bigging myself up, there would be a stadium full of people, which is an amazing thing to think. But anyway, I'm imagining I've got a group of group of you here, right? So those of you who have, uh, who feel confident enough to actually leave the house at the moment, those of you who, um. Whoops, what's that buzzing noise? I've got a buzzing noise. Those of you who who are willing to actually, you know, uh, (laughs) spend time with uh, other members of the public from different countries. I was going to make this episode one of those annual general meetings, you know, those like simulated uh, big um, conferences where I get all my listeners together. And then I thought, nah, probably best to cancel the annual general meeting this year. I don't want to I don't want um, to um, facilitate the spread of the dreaded coronavirus. 
so it's a good thing that um, we're doing this online, isn't it, really? Um, yes, it is. The, the wonder, the wonder of podcasting. There you go. It's going to save the world. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, of course it is. We're going to make the world a better place. So, what was I saying? Some of you are now going, Luke, what French podcast do you listen to? I'll talk to you about that later on. Okay, I've got a couple of French podcasts to recommend-ish. Kind of. Mm, I still haven't found the ideal one, but maybe that's my fault. So, anyway, you will see various... I sounded like... Don, uh, not Donald Trump. Uh, what's the other one? Who's the other one? Barack Obama. That's it. You will see various notes on the page for this episode. Um, you'll see various notes on the page for this episode. This is all the stuff I wrote down before recording. It's not a transcript, but if you hear me saying something and you're wondering what it is, then you could check out the page and you might see it written there. Unfortunately, it's not an ideal transcript. There's a lot of stuff written down. I'm reading a lot of that stuff. And then I am also going off script quite a lot too. But anyway, some of it's written there. You might want to check it out. Maybe what I should do is go through this all again and then extract certain key bits of vocab and put them on the page. But you know what? That's what I do in episodes of LEP Premium. So I understand that checking a website... Like, you know, when I say, check the page for the episode on uh, my website, uh, don't forget to smash the like button. When I say, check the page for the episode, I understand that that's not all that convenient and easy. Like, you're there on the bus or whatever, and you're listening on your podcast app, and I say, check the page for the episode, and you're like, uh, you know, it's not that easy for you. Um, even when you have a smartphone, maybe even in your hand, for some reason, just going to teacherluke.co.uk on your smartphone is its just not something that is that convenient for you. I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. Maybe you're, maybe you're in a difficult situation and you can only listen. Maybe you're squeezed into a train. Maybe you're trying to avoid the coronavirus. Maybe you are living some kind of real-life version of the computer game Resident Evil 2, also called Biohazard 2 in J- in Japan, I believe it is. Uh, maybe that's what you're going through. I don't know what you're going through, but I know for, for certain that it's not as convenient um, as it should be to be able to access the page for the episodes, even though it's on a website. Um, but anyway, it is there. The page for the episode is there. If you're listening in an app, um, including the Luke's English podcast app, then check the show notes underneath this episode. There is a link there uh, that takes you right to the relevant page each time. Uh, that's one of the fastest ways to get straight to the correct page where you can see notes and other stuff and the comment section. Otherwise, you can join the mailing list to have the link sent to your inbox or just check out the episode archive on teacherluke.co.uk where you can find everything. And I mean everything huh (laughs) what do you mean everything i mean just all the episodes there are there are no pictures no saucy pictures so ah so all right i've now that's the introduction done let's get into the actual meat of the episode so the first thing on my list of bullet points is this is everyone okay out there are you all right are you doing all right Let's, I, I, you know, let's be honest, as I said before, this is a pretty crazy time 
for various reasons, because of the global pandemic, and that's how you stress that word, pandemic. A pandemic is, you know, basically um, like a, it's usually a a virus that spreads around the world. Um, So because of this global pandemic that we're, we're facing, there's a lot of panic going on, to be fair. I mean, reasonably so. Um, you know, we've got to take steps to try and make sure that this doesn't, you know, get completely out of hand. It's going to be an interesting year, let's say that much. I mean, uh, the next couple of months, everyone's curious to see how this is going to develop. Um, I think, mm, I mean, I don't know if it's going to... Oh, am I going to talk about the coronavirus? Uh I'll let look. I will let you do your own research about the coronavirus. I just saw a clip from an interview with Jurgen Klopp, the manager of Liverpool Football Club, and he was in a conference. and One of the journalists asked him to comment on the coronavirus, and his response was basically like, "Don't ask me. I'm just a f- football manager. What do I know?" Um, oh, I, f- I saw it on Twitter. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay, we can listen to it. Here, here he is. This is uh, how many minutes? How many minutes? Uh, a couple of minutes. But, but this is Jurgen Klopp being uh, asked about the coronavirus. Now, I really like Jurgen Klopp, not just because I'm I've got a soft spot for Liverpool Football Club, but as far as I can tell, he seems like a good guy. So, this has already had 1.9 million views. This clip, Jurgen Klopp's response when asked about the coronavirus. And basically, he's saying, why are you asking me? I'm just the same as you. Um, right, I'll let him explain it. Here it is. On a wider question about the coronavirus, are you worried as a team, as a club, about the spread of it or how it might affect you? Look what I don't like. Okay, sorry. Uh, that was, are you worried about the spread of the coronavirus and how it might affect you and the club? And he's basically saying, what I don't like in life is that every serious thing... And then he, and then let's go. Okay. About the spread of it or how it might affect you. Look, what I don't like in life is that um, a very serious thing, a football manager's opinion is important. I don't understand it. I really don't understand it. It, 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 it can, could ask you. You are exactly the same role than I am. So, and it's not important. But famous people, but famous people say no. You have to be have to speak about the things in the right manner, not people with no knowledge, like me, talking about something. People with knowledge to talk about it and should tell the people do this, do that, do this, and everything will be fine or not. So, and not football managers. I don't understand that politics, coronavirus. Why me? I wear a base cap and uh, have a bad shape. <laughs> so he's saying, basically, you know, people are asking me, but it should be the experts who talk about this, not just ordinary people like like Jurgen Klopp. And, it's, you know, I like his, his um, modesty. He's, you know, the way he just says he's an ordinary person. I don't know, maybe he's kind of exceptional as a football manager, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's the one to start talking about the coronavirus. And uh, I'd like to, you know, echo his his uh, his thoughts there i just you know all i wanted to say was i hope you're all basically okay and i just want to close the window now and i just wanted to just say that i hope you're all i hope you're all fine out there okay you know hang in there hang in there stay positive what else if you if you need to cough cough into <clears throat> cough into the corner of your arm don't cough into your hands you know what you're doing anyway 
recent episodes of the podcast. So the last episode was called uh, Ian Moore Returns, and that's when I spoke to a um, very funny man, um, Ian Moore, the comedian, the English comedian living in France. Um, I really enjoyed talking to him. It's one of the things I love most about doing this podcast is the fact that I get a chance, I get the chance to sit down and just kind of have a one-to-one conversation with a person when I can just ask them questions and kind of engage with that person. It, it, it's it's really great. So um, it's interesting that Jack in the comments section uh, mentioned that he found it way easier to understand Ian this time compared to the last time he was on the podcast. So Ian Moore was on the podcast in episode 300 and... 300 and <clears throat> can't remember which one it is. Um, so Jack said that he found it much easier to understand Ian Moore this time. Now, this could well mean that his English listening skills have improved in that period, considering there are about 300 episodes between Ian's first appearance and his second. So, you know, Jack, if you've listened to all... 300 or if you've been listening to the podcast regularly since the time when you attempted to transcribe the the first Ian Moore episode then I don't know maybe maybe this podcast works <laughs> basically I'm very happy to hear that that um Jack at least found it easier so I I wonder about the rest of you uh, but I just wanted to say I'm very happy to have had Ian on the podcast again he is he really is a very witty man not to mention extremely well-dressed. And uh, there are a few videos of Ian Moore online doing comedy, being interviewed on TV and so on. And he's very good. Someone, sorry, I don't remember who it was. Someone uh, posted uh, an interview on YouTube. It was uh, when Ian was on a TV show. And it's Ian Moore talking about Brexit and talking about the the blue passports and stuff like that. And he's, he's very funny. He's a very witty man. Um, okay, so that was um, the episode with Ian Moore. Before that, there were the three, the, the three dreaded Alan Partridge episodes. Oh, so, all right. Now I've had um, uh, interesting responses to that. So the responses basically fall into two categories. One category of response to the Alan Partridge episodes was, Oh, Luke, these were amazing. Like, thank you so much. I love you. I, lo- I love you. <laughs> I love it when you go in. Maybe they, maybe you love me. I don't know. But, you know, just whoa there. Whoa. I'm married. I'm taken. I'm taken. I have a particular set of skills. N- right. So anyway. Uh, so some people say, I love these uh, comedy episodes, the Alan Partridge ones. I, I, I find it fascinating that, uh, to have this stuff broken down bit by bit. It helps us to understand... Uh, not just the comedy, but something about British culture, and um, and they all and those people also like Alan Partridge and think it's funny and they get it. Then there's other people who are like ah ah like that kind of thing, like ah oh, God ah what are you doing to us? Are you trying to kill us? Is the uh, second response? It's like they've kind of dragged themselves across a car park in order to then write the message. Like, they're drag- it's taken them three days to drag themselves across a car park. And like, what did you do? Is kind of how they feel. <laughs> um, 
I don't mean to, I seriously don't mean to put you through a difficult experience, right? I really don't mean to make you suffer. And if I've made you suffer with those Alan Partridge episodes, then I do sincerely apologise. That is not the plan. The plan is the opposite. The plan is to allow you to uh, appreciate some stuff that you would normally not have been able to understand. But also, of course, some people are just not going to be into it. Not everyone is into Alan Partridge. I mean, he's huge, hugely popular in the UK, but there's vast sections of society that of society that don't find it funny and don't like it. You know, we're not all the same in the UK. It's British humour, yeah, and it's award-winning British humour, but it's still divisive. There's still plenty of people who don't like it, so that's fine. And also, if you're from a country that has kind of a different culture, which is probably the case then there's a good chance that it just won't be on your wavelength. It's just going to, it's not going to work. Like I think for some people, like I got a comment from some, at least one person in Spain saying that like, ah, this just made me feel ashamed. It just made me feel horrible. Okay, that's fine. And I'm sorry if I made you feel horrible. I really, really am. Never explain, never apologize. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, So... But I would like to say, you know, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. There's another one of those sayings which sort of isn't true. Because, I mean, you know, if you get paralysed from the neck down, that's not really making you stronger, is it? But I get the idea that basically if it, you, you know, you're going through a tough experience like that. Tough, T-O-U-G-H, pronounced tough with a f sound, tough. It's tough stuff. See, those words rhyme. Tough meaning difficult. T-O-U-G-H. So putting you through a tough experience like that in terms of your English, the idea is it does make you stronger because imagine if you hadn't listened to all that stuff. Um, You would, you know, you'd be three hours worse at English, wouldn't you? Hmm. Anyway, but it does remind me, here's another common phrase or common saying. I think this one was originally... Who is it who said this? You can pl- you can please some of the people some of the time. You can please all of the people some of the time. But you can't please all of the people all of the time. And I'll add that you also you shouldn't try. Who was it? I know that Abraham Lincoln said something like that. You can please... I'm, I'm now Googling. Well, actually, I'm not using Google. I'm using another uh, search engine today. You can please... Uh, what is it? Some of the people, some of the time, but I'll, I'll try that. Who was that? John Lydgate also, so John Lydgate said it, and then Abraham Lincoln. Anyway, um, you can please some of the people some of the time. You can please all of the people some of the time, um, but you can't please all of the people all of the time, and you shouldn't try to. So all I can say is, you know, I didn't mean to hurt you. I'm sorry if I hurt you, okay? Didn't mean to cause you discomfort. Um, but ultimately, you, you survived, didn't you? And you're stronger as a result. And here we are now on the other side. Don't worry, I'm not going to go in. I'm not going to do loads more Alan Partridge episodes. Someone wrote to me saying, are these Alan Partridge episodes going to stop? 
Like, all right, could you be a little bit more diplomatic about it? Um, what else? Yeah, so also I wanted to mention the slightly puzzling statistics for the Alan Partridge episodes. You know, podcast statistics. Podcasters, we have these things called statistics. I mean, everyone's everyone's got statistics, but we have pod stats which are sent to us by our podcast hosts. And the podcast stats tell us, for example, how many times an episode has been listened to. And the Alan Partridge stats are kind of puzzling. Like I'm kind of going, hmm, what's going on here? So episode, there was part, um, part one, two, and three were like a couple of years ago. Recently, it was part four, five, and six. So basically, um, Part four and part six have a similar number. Part numble. What's a numble, Luke? Uh, I don't know. An animal? I don't know. Uh, Part four and part six have a similar similar number of listens, right? So they're kind of like, you know, quite close in in the number of listens they've they've had. But part uh, five, the one in the middle, has like about 25% lower... uh, listens so it's 25% fewer listens so why is that part so part four is like okay loads of people listen to that and then part five like 25% of people just dropped out I suppose and just they're like oh okay no maybe they're dead I don't know and then part six um is back up to the pretty much the same number as as part four huh What's going on there? What are the, what are some of you doing? I don't know. I mean, I basically, it's very hard to understand the statistics. I mean, I, I try, but to an extent, you can never really know uh, what's going on. And also, for example, if I get a number of listens on an episode, it's not clear to me if that means that, that each one of those people or each um, each one of those numbers represents a complete listen. It could be Let's say, for example, if, uh, okay, I'm just going to, I don't want to tell you how many people I've, I've got because it's just private, but let's say five people. Now, I can assure you it's more, but five, let's say five people listen to part four and then three people listen to part uh, five and then five people listen to part six. So what what are those other two people doing? They're going, they're maybe, oh, mate. <sighs> I'd said I wouldn't edit, didn't I? But I'm really struggling to to be coherent here. It's okay, Luke. It's all right. It's okay. It's it's all right. It's one of those episodes. We forgive you. It's a free podcast, right? Uh, so anyway, I was saying that uh, maybe if five people listen to an episode, I don't know if those five people listen to the whole thing. Maybe that's just five people who listened to two seconds. That's where I'm going, this episode is sponsored by italki. And they're like, ugh, don't like this. And then they stop. That still counts as five. I don't know. Never mind. Don't don't worry about it. It's all good. I mean, you you know, I, I'm sure that I will now get people writing comments, explaining everything. But And feel free. Please feel free to do that. Um, the communication lines are open in the comments section. Um. So, uh, also, uh, recently, I published an episode called "Intercultural Communi- the the Intercultural Communication Dance with Sherwood Fleming," and the main point of that conversation that was a very interesting conversation, right? Now it's different because she's not 
she wasn't one of, she isn't one of my comedian friends. I'd never spoken to her before in my whole life. So it was quite interesting to like meet someone who's outside of my circle, which I think is a very good thing to do on the podcast for diversity and, you know, just so you get to hear different voices, different types of conversation. But certainly the, the topic of the conversation was, um, was interesting and Sherwood has some very interesting things to say. Let me just summarise it again because I think it's worth saying. I feel like maybe the main point there in that episode was that when you are communicating with people from different cultures, be it in an email or, um, you know, uh, orally, uh, that you should be focusing on the message uh, rather than focusing on how the message has been delivered to you. What is it that this person who's talking to you is actually trying to say rather than how are they trying to say it? I would also add that you should try to be thoughtful, try to be respectful, try to think about the other person and listen to them and pay attention to them and adapt your style to them. And ultimately, really, after everything is said and done, ultimately it comes down to compassion, being compassionate, thinking about other people that you are communicating with, think about their situation, be a little bit self-involved. It's difficult to do. We're all involved in our own stuff. We've got our own thoughts and problems and stresses and expectations going on. But sometimes it's worth stopping and just thinking about the other person. What is it that they want? What are they really trying to say? And this really helps a lot. It helps you to avoid conflict and it helps to bring more respect to you eventually in theory. But anyway, you can go back and listen to the intercultural communication dance with Sherman, Sherwood Fleming and draw your own conclusions. Also, recently on the podcast, I spoke to Amber and Paul, uh, the pod pals, and uh, it was fantastic, as, as always, to speak to them on the podcast. I mean, fantastic for me just to, you know, to be able to sit down with the two of them and spend that kind of time together and record something which... Um, hopefully will be entertaining and engaging to listen to. I think it's best when the three of us have a specific aim for an episode, especially if it's a game of some kind. So, you know, that's just something I'm thinking of, like next time we have them on, if it's possible. Sometimes it's not possible, but if it's possible, I'd like to do another organised game rather than just another catching up session. Although those catching up sessions are fine, but I think the best is when we're doing like a lying game or a vocabulary game. Basically, the best thing for me is just when I when Paul loses the game. That's what, <laughs> ha 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 ha. Just joking. Okay, so what else did we? T- oh yeah, oh yeah. I've got some news. I've got some Amber news. Do you want to know? Do you want to know the news? Of course you do. So Amber, remember. Uh, in uh, the recent episode, she was pregnant, right? She was like heavily pregnant. Well, yes, she had her baby. Um, She had the baby. It's a girl. And mum and baby, mum, that's Amber, obviously. It's not my mum. It's just something you say. Mum and baby are both doing fine. I'm hoping to speak to Amber soon about it. Uh, with Paul there too, if that's possible. So I'd just like to say, on behalf of all the Lepsters, uh, I'm sure this is something that you're thinking, unless you don't care, which in, in which case, fine, that's all right. Uh, but uh, congratulations to Amber. Congratulations to her husband. Um, congratulations to their little boy, who is now the brother to a little baby sister. So three have now become four. It's amazing, isn't it? Like, 
They were three, and now they're four. Wow, how did that happen? Where did that other person come from? Well, Luke, technically, that other person came from, well, a, 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 it's all right. We don't need to go into the biology of it. Maybe I can talk to Amber about that. I'll let her explain exactly where that person came from. Hmm, humour. Now, uh, also fairly recently on the podcast, uh, there was the episode of the series called Quintessentially British Things. And it's nice to see that um, you enjoyed those episodes, um, even though I expect they were quite challenging, especially the, the, the one with James. People, the, the, the episodes with James are interesting because, you know, again, um, they are often the most popular ones. Like I've said before, I think I said at the beginning of the year that last year it was two or three episodes with James that were the top episodes of the year in terms of downloads, even though I don't really know what those downloads mean. Did that mean everyone listened to everything or I don't know. But anyway, uh, James's episodes are often very popular, but also I, I find that people will say that they find it a bit difficult to understand him. Um, so... If you remember in the in the quintessentially British things episode with James, James said, all that I'd like to achieve with this episode is for some people to just go, hmm, hmm, like that's quite interesting. Hmm. And we did get a few people writing, hmm, in the comments section. So that was good. Um, some people saying how fun it is to listen to the two of us. A couple of people saying that they found James to be a bit rude. Did, uh, did you think that? Some people were saying that they found James to be a bit rude because he kept cutting me off. That's like, I'm talking. And then he, you know, jumps over the top of me and cuts me off. Um, and, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, at this, I, for me, life is too short to get too upset about that. Um, it's just a brother thing. He's my older brother. Um, and we're very close, but he is older than me. And so, uh, you know, he does, he will cut me off. But also, sometimes I'm cutting him off. So it just happens. Like the, I don't think he's that rude. In his, you know, he's got a heart of gold, really. But uh, sometimes he can be a bit sort of uh, clumsy in terms of... He can come across as a bit rude, but he's, he's not that bad. But uh, we were cutting each other off and... Sometimes it's difficult when the two of us are on the podcast because we have a lot of things to say. And as a result, we're both like desperate to try and say things. And I'm also thinking, I've got my teacher's, you know, hat on. That's an expression. I'm thinking like a teacher and I'm thinking, oh, they need, this needs to be explained. We need to recontextualize that so that they understand it. James doesn't know about that stuff. He's just trying to explain uh, what the fast show is. And I'm there trying to, I'm stop, trying to stop him, trying to explain things to help everyone understand. So, you know, there is a bit of conflict where these two things, like, crash into each other, where James's desire to exp uh, say what he's trying to say in his own way and my desire to keep things clear, sometimes those things crash into each other and th there might be a bit of friction, maybe a bit of tension. But it's it's less common these days. I think that when James was on the podcast before we used to there have been episodes in the past where we've struggled and we've 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 started to get on each other's nerves more but um more recently I think it's been pretty good um so yeah we have a close relationship but like all brothers we fight sometimes etc 
also maybe the conditions for recording. We both had a lot of things to say. And we talk about this. We 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 answer some of those um, comments at the end of an upcoming episode that I have recorded with James about music. So there is a there is an episode, a new episode coming soon with James. It's about music. It's a bit of a specialist topic, uh, as you will see when the episode arrives, when the episode drops. You'll see that uh, it's quite a specialist topic, but um, and it's quite a long episode. But in that episode, we do address some of those comments about James and um, James and me kind of arguing a little bit or maybe talking over each other. But I would like to add a comment from James, and this is a comment that he put on the website in response to some people. Um, it was uh, James wrote, Hi, people. Sorry if I came across as rude or impatient. It was late. We were tired. And I'm afraid to say I was very, very drunk. He wasn't drunk. He wasn't very, very drunk. That is a quote from a TV show that we were talking about in that episode. Also, there were quintessentially British things with mum and another one with dad. And the comments about those episodes are all positive, saying that they found them interesting and lovely. And I'm lucky to have a family like that. And I am. By the way, if if you feel like this is too much of, if it's all too positive, oh, everything's lovely, we love it, everything's brilliant, well done, Luke, just, you're brilliant. Um, don't worry, all right, because, um, you know, I, you can, you can send me your critical feedback if you like, just make sure it's constructive. Just, you know, I think that, I think that Lepsters, my listeners, I think you probably know the difference, don't you, between, you know, just sort of writing a nasty comment and writing a constructive comment. Yeah, but you know, I am open to constructive feed, uh, constructive criticism. Um, it's not all, it's not all just like oh, I'm basking in how wonderful ev- everyone thinks I am. It's not what I'm trying to do, but I am replying to sincerely written messages that say uh, we really enjoy listening to this, that, or the other. So you know, great, that's amazing. Mm, never explain, never apologize. <laughs> I do. I'm sorry about that, everybody. <laughs> irony (laughs) um so yes i'm very lucky to have a family like that um i am yeah uh episodes of jill's book club uh which it will probably be called should arrive this year uh and uh the rick thompson report as well when we feel like it so yes so i've had a lot of conversations with native speakers at normal speed uh what is your method luke well, I mean, I think I've probably been through it already, haven't I, in the, in the introduction. Let me give myself, oh, I'm going to give myself two minutes to talk about um, the whole, talk about the fact that I often just present uh, conversations with you that are ungraded, just like natural, authentic conversations. I'm going to talk about why I do that for two minutes. Starting, oh, wait a minute, I need to make this an alarm countdown timer okay oh god this is take zero hours no not 30 minutes two minutes starting now okay that's going to make a noise and then i'll stop justifying myself (laughs) so why do i have conversations with native speakers like this that uh, i don't appear to have any like sort of structured pedagogy pedagogy uh structured pedagogy going on in them well one of the main things 
I think you know, don't you? One of the main things is that I want to make sure that my podcast is um, is engaging and interesting and fun. It's hard to define, but there's it's just something about a kind of atmosphere or chemistry, a feeling, hopefully, that you get when you listen. Now, even if um, even if conversations are difficult to follow, because when I'm talking to a guest, we're just talking to each other. We're not talking necessarily for you, although I am, I've got that in mind at all times, but certainly my guest isn't. My guest is just talking to me, really, um, in terms of grading their English. Um, so uh, we're talking most mostly to each other, and so that might be difficult for you to follow, right? But that's kind of the idea, because I want you to listen to authentic English conversations, because this is you know, you've got to hear English as it is really spoken. You must listen to, you must connect with the real language. Now, there is an argument, of course, at lower levels that you need to take it step by step. You need to listen to the easier things first, things that are slower, things that are are, are graded to uh, lower levels. Obviously, you need to be able to do that. You need to listen to things that are What's the what's the uh, Stephen Krashen eighty? It's like an eighty twenty rule. Stephen Krashen, the, the, the well-known linguist, the guy who is responsible for thinking, uh, for coming up with language acquisition theory, um, he basically says that, you know, when you're listening to something or reading something, you need to be able to understand, flipping out, that was two minutes, time flies, doesn't it? You need to be able to understand 80% of what you're hearing and um, 20%... Uh, is is difficult to understand. Now, that ratio might change. Maybe it's 60% to 40%. I'm not sure, but you've got to listen to things that are slightly above your level, but you can understand most of it. And also, the other thing is you need to be motivated to listen to it. You need to want to listen to it. You need to enjoy listening to it. And if you get those things in place, then the sort of, I'm not going to call it magic, but it feels like magic, that the process of language learning sort of just happens. Um, Okay, right. So I I went over two minutes, but there it is. That's kind of me talking about why I have um, conversations with native speakers at normal speed on this podcast. And I know that a lot of you are going, it's great, Luke. It's great. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Good. Don't stop. Don't change. Don't change. I get so many comments like that, like, keep going. Just keep going. Just don't stop. Okay. Okay, fine. Even if I keep going for two hours. Um, Upcoming music episode with James. I've already mentioned there is a music episode coming soon with James. Um, and it's going to be two hours long, and it's going to be very specific. It's about a very specific form of uniquely British music. Uh, we really um, put a lot of work into it because we we love this kind of music. Uh, I'll let you discover it when it drops soon. Drops, yeah. Okay, drops. Uh, uh, when These days when someone, uh, when a musician, let's say like a hip-hop artist, or or even someone like Beyonce or you know when they release a new album the the common way of saying that that album has been released is to say that the album has dropped so anyway when the episode drops when the episode when the episode is released uh, you'll be able to discover it for yourself that should be either the next one or the one after that okay uh, thoughts about the challenges of listening to some of my episodes i've already given thoughts about the challenges of listening to my episodes i just hope that somehow 
you're motivated to carry on, okay? Because you've got to be in it to win it. If you're not listening, that's uh, it's no good. Obviously, there's lots of other things to listen to and other audio, other noises are available, as I said earlier. But you've got to be in it to win it. You've got to just keep on trucking. Okay, so I like to consider the thoughts of my listeners, but ultimately I have to go with my gut and use my own judgment. To go with your gut means to kind of just uh, use your own instinct. Okay. Um, Yeah, I was thinking this. The majority of comments that are on my website come from Lepsters. That's listeners to this podcast. Lep, Luke's English podcast. Lep, Lepsters. Uh, The majority of comments come from Lepsters with pretty good English. So I don't really hear from the lower level listeners that much. I know that I have people listening whose English is intermediate and below. There aren't that many, but there are some. But I'd rare, I rarely hear their voices. I mean, I rarely read their messages. You know what I mean? So I don't get feedback from those people. I tend to get feedback from a certain portion of my audience. And that portion of my audience is the, the ones who are maybe confident enough to write a message on my website or the ones who's who have, you know, good English. Either they're confident enough to write because they're just confident people and they're, they're not too shy or uh, they're confident because their English makes them confident. Uh, but anyway, you know, I'm not necessarily getting a representative uh, um, sample of opinions from commenters on my website. That's another reason why I like it when you get in touch with me, because I like to get feedback from as many people as possible. I might not be able to respond to all of you, even specific things. I do get a lot of messages from people saying things like, Luke, I want to learn British accent. How can I, how can I learn British accent? It's like, uh, I can't write. I can't respond to that. I'm sorry. Um, you know, it's too much. It's, it's too big a question. Narrow it down, scale it down a bit. Or just go into the archive. Often I've answered those questions. Comments on the website. More Okay, Paul recently on the podcast mentioned that he thought that there weren't many comments on the website anymore. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there weren't as many as there were a, a while ago. But that's when, as I said before, I've said this before, the comment section crew were like really active and there were like full on conversations going on. Uh, and then they kind of dipped down. It's kind of, it's very active at the moment. A lot of people writing comments these days. It seems some people have come out of the woodwork since Paul made those comments, and that's great. I mean, I'm not really concerned. I understand, and I've said this. People need to go out of their way to visit the website, find the episode page, find the comments section, possibly sign into the comments section, um, which is uh, run by a, a plugin I use called Discus. And then write a comment in English. Like most people just end up being ninjas and not commenting, just listening, just hiding in the shadows, often because there are just various little barriers in the way. So I get it. I get it. I totally get it. It's cool. It's all good in the hood. People comment in various ways. They write in the comment section. They email me. They they write to me on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, because the, the podcast episodes now go up onto YouTube. It's just audio on YouTube with a with a static image, but the automatic subtitles are available like nine times out of ten, unless YouTube decides not to let them generate. But most of the time, automatic subtitles are available on YouTube. And so a lot of people are listening on YouTube now in order to check out the subtitles. Um, 
But uh, Lepster's comments are all spread out all over the place. So they're, they're not all consolidated in one place. So as a result, it might look like, you know, there aren't that many comments, but actually there's comments here, comments here, comments here. And so, you know, it'd be good if they were all in one place. Maybe I should just stick to one single platform, but I think that this would ultimately make it more complicated uh, for, for, for people uh, to, for people to uh, listen. See what I mean? I've, the podcast is everywhere. I'm just like, get the podcast everywhere. YouTube, there, 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 there. And it's just kind of a good way to get it out to everyone. But it means that the comments are also spread out. Okay. Uh, Luke's English Podcast Premium. I'm working on new premium stuff all the time. Uh, I say that my premium episodes are about grammar, vocab, and pronunciation. And it is. But that sounds a bit dry, doesn't it? Grammar and vocab and pronunciation. Uh, it makes you think of like dusty old classrooms or like painful grammar study and stuff. But remember, guys, it's still me. I'm still trying to do it in the Luke's English podcast way, which means I make efforts to keep it entertaining at all times, as well as clear. Upcoming episodes will be about common errors I've noticed in comments and emails and things. Uh, I've got uh, premium, all various premium episodes in the pipeline and they take a lot of work. I put a lot of work into them. Uh, they don't arrive every week. They come like, you know, I, I aim to get them in once a month. It's usually a series of episodes that just land every month, often at the end of the month. Although I've got one that needs to come, uh, you know, this week. But anyway, they a lot of work goes into them. Hopefully that means that you can get a lot of benefit out of them as a result. So yes, upcoming episodes of Premium will be about common errors that I've noticed in comments and emails and things. I'll be going through the errors and using them as a chance to um, teach you some English. Okay. Um, I, had a, I, I was thinking the other day, I thought it's time I did a Lepster meetup in Paris. I've done a couple of Lepster meetups with uh, Zdenek Lukas, who, to be honest, was the one who organised most of it in London. Uh, I did a couple of them fairly recently over the last year or so. But I'd like to do one in Paris because obviously that's where I live. That's where I spend most of my time. I do go into London quite a lot to see my brother uh, and my, my family, but my family don't live in London. But anyway, I do go to London quite a lot. But anyway, how about a Lepster meetup in Paris? Now... French Lepsters, are you there? Hello. Hello to the French Lepsters. Hello to the Parisian Parisian Lepsters. Um, what do you reckon? That would be fun. I'm imagining this. Okay, here's how I imagine a Lepster meetup in Paris happening. I find a, a good place, and there are a few places in town that could be good for this. And I actually do stand-up comedy for you. So I would be on... I'd, we'd start the evening by me doing maybe half an hour to an hour of stand-up. I mean, it depends on whether you find it funny. Like, if I go up, I'm like, okay, and I'm talking for 10 minutes, and, like, no one laughs, and everyone's being very serious. Then I'd be like, well, okay, 15 minutes. Like, okay, well, that's the end of the show. <laughs> it depends on how well it goes. I think I could probably keep going for an hour. Of course you could, Luke. <laughs> Just start talking about something. But I'd have to make it funny as well, you know. It'd have to be proper stand-up. So anyway, there'd be I could do maybe thirty minutes or an hour of trying to make you laugh and, and messing around on stage, and then after that we could have a drink together, 
and uh, it'd be a good chance for Lepsters in Paris to meet each other, speak English to each other, uh, for us to have have a laugh, doing some comedy, and um, I think that's probably the right thing to do. Whenever I do Lepster meetups in London, there's always like a weird feeling at the beginning. It's lovely. It's absolutely amazing meeting my listeners. Uh, it's lovely, but there's always this moment at the beginning where I'm just kind of thinking, I just want to sit in this in this pub and just kind of like socialize with people but everyone's like sitting there staring at me like you know do the podcast thing (laughs) um so i maybe what i should do when i have a meetup is maybe i should stand up and, and talk to everyone and maybe kind of do a group sort of talking session like that and that can be fun that can be really fun because then comedy can happen so anyway, what do you, basically, what do you think of the idea? Get in touch if you'd like the idea of, of this Lepster meetup in Paris. It would be a little, a small event. I don't know how many people would come. That's the thing. I don't really know how many listeners I've got in Paris. I don't think it's that many. The French don't really do audio podcasts, although this is changing. Audio podcasts are slowly coming into fashion here in France. So moving on, it's World Book Day uh, tomorrow. Did you know that? World Book Day. Tomorrow is Thursday, the 5th of March. World Book Day. Uh, So, I mean, do I need to go on and talk about what what World Book Day is? Essentially, World Book Day is a day upon which it's a a registered charity. The mission is to to, um, help young people read, to give every child or young person a... What? Uh... Hold on, I was just reading that, but then it's disappeared. Ah, there was like a little summary of what World Book Day was in the Google search results, but then I go to the page and that text is gone. So what is their mission? Come on, guys, tell me what your mission is. All right, sorry, I can't spend ages like searching through the World Book Day website. You should have prepared this in advance, Luke. I know... I know, but um, inspiration. Basically, they are all about trying to encourage people to read more, uh, especially young people, but it applies to everyone. And um, they're also encouraging people to buy secondhand books. Um, you can buy books for £1 um, as well, cheap books on their website. So it's all about encouraging people to read more. And so I thought I would say... What are you reading at the moment? That's my question to you. Because you are reading a book in English, right? Hmm? You are, because you should be. You should always have an English, if you're serious about learning this language, or even if you're sort of not serious about learning it, even if you're ridiculous about learning this language, if you're silly about learning this language, you should also be reading a book in English. So what are you reading at the moment? I'm quite curious to know. How is it going? How many pages have you read? Um... And, um, you know, how are your reading habits? Do you find that uh, once you get stuck into a book that you can't put it down? Or are you one of these people who who just can't seem to finish a book? A bit like me for some reason, because my I get I lose um, concentration. I find reading to be so relaxing that I often will fall asleep with a book in my hands. I love books so much. Books are wonderful things, even though they are made of paper and all that stuff. But books are fantastic. I love reading, but um, I just find that these days I don't have the time. I would love to literally, I literally would love to take a day off just so I could just sit and read 
And maybe I will do that. But, you know, I've got premium episodes to to produce uh, and all that stuff. But anyway, um, you're not complaining, are you? I'm not complaining. I'm not. Okay. Don't don't suggest that I'm complaining, please. Who are you talking to there? I don't know. Just my guitar. Like, Luke, you're not complaining, are you? No, I'm not complaining. Okay, good, good, good. So uh, what are you reading? Uh, I'm actually reading a book at the moment. I've got loads of books on the go. Uh, but, um, well, to be honest, the most, the, the books I'm reading at the moment are books for my daughter and they're not the best. They're not the, I mean, for me, they're not that interesting. They're not many lay. There aren't many layers to those books. Most of the, my daughter's books are about farmyard animals. I don't know why this is so important that, um, for our young people, our children, like the first thing that you have to learn is the diff you know what is a cow what is a pig what is a sheep what is a chicken and and more importantly what are the noises that they make this seems to be the most important stuff uh it, every kid's book is about some farmyard animal and their noises um so i know the i know the animals and the animal noises really well i also know my colors now i'm really good with the colors um but as well as those kid books that i'm reading with my daughter I'm reading a book called As Time Goes By, by, and it was written by Derek Taylor, who worked with the Beatles, and it's a memoir about his time uh, with the Beatles. It's it's actually it's actually fascinating. Maybe I'll read a page uh, from it for you at some point, but not now. Anyway, I just wanted to give you a little nudge there about reading. I'm gonna um, actually there was a comment. I'm gonna read this comment now. Yeah. Okay. So here's a comment that I got from Miguel. Not sure where Miguel is. Maybe Spain? Just a random guess <laughs> based on your name. But who knows? Maybe you're from one of the other Spanish-speaking places, one of those other beautiful Spanish-speaking places that there are in the world. So this this is a comment from Miguel. I'm going to read it out now. Miguel said, uh, actually, I think it was an email. Hello there, Luke. It's a great pleasure to be one of your thousands of listeners. I must admit that I'm on the ninja's side. Just a quick question. Which, what kind of book, not which kind of book, what kind of book would you suggest I uh, I should read in order to improve my English comprehension? I'm going for the C1 Advanced. I guess he's going to do the exam, by the way. And the big deal for me is the huge amount of sources offered on the internet. Thanks in advanced. Uh, need a correction there. It's thanks in advance, Miguel. Thanks in advance. Thanks in advance, my friend. Carry on the good work. You see, keep going, Luke. Okay, I've got no plans to stop. So basically, the question is, um, I need to improve my my reading comprehension. There are too many books to choose. Which one shall I choose? And my reply was this. To be honest, Miguel, you should just pick a book that you really want to read and that you will probably enjoy, right? So my point there is that there isn't one universal book which is universally good for for your comprehension. Sure, there are some books that are better than others. I mean, some books, you should read a book that's written in modern plain English, probably, okay? But the most important thing is you find a book that you are motivated to read, a book that you want to read, and a book that you will probably enjoy, 
And you could pick the English version of one of your favourite books, or perhaps you could read a book, uh, the book of a film that you like. There you go. You can also get graded books at the C1 level, which would also be a good idea. So you could maybe search for graded uh, books for learning English. Um, Okay, like Penguin, Penguin Readers, and also other companies produce graded books. You might need to go to a a bookshop uh, if you've got a really good big bookshop that has an international book section or a section of books for learning English, you might find that they have a selection of graded readers and you could pick one at the C1 level. The good thing about graded readers is that you, you, um, they are adapted for your level. It's not like reading one of my daughter's books. I mean, it's, you know, it's still a, still a, can be a challenging read, but it's adapted and also probably shorter so it's achievable that's the good thing about a graded reader it's achievable you know that you know it's much easier for you to finish the book and ultimately that's what we want to do isn't it when you start a book you want to finish it which is kind of odd you know you start a book and it's like finishing you know what i mean like finishing the book is um is what you want to do you see like you want to be able to kind of close the book and go i did it i finished it so it's a strange thing that you that that, you know we start reading a book but ultimately we don't want to be reading it (laughs) does that make sense anyway graded readers great graded books um and i've said i'm assuming that you mean reading novels rather than grammar or vocab books i hope that helps and miguel did write back and said thank you um and also i i suggested that he check out a couple of episodes from the archive uh listeners you might want to check these episodes if you're interested in uh listening to me talk more specifically about reading books in english uh how uh, how you can read books um uh, why reading books is a good idea and some specific recommendations of books check out episode 400 and 439 called reading books to learn english and another book and another episode what number is this one he wonders to himself what number is this it is as i wait for the page to load it's 256 so you could listen to episode 439 and um 439 and 256 both of those episodes are all about reading books okay um luke do you have any podcast recommendations for learning french well this is the age-old question isn't it uh i still haven't really found the one that's right for me i'm really i must be really picky but i've got a couple to suggest one of them is called un café au loset un café au loset i think i'm pronouncing it correctly i'm probably not but anyway it's uh it translates as a café uh, at lot number seven Lot number seven is um, is like a little uh, a warehouse space. Lot seven, okay. And this this podcast is um, it's not a podcast for learning French. It's a just a podcast in French. So if you're out there and you want to learn French and you, you're looking for you know uh, Pierre's English podcast or something uh, English no Pierre's French podcast, then you could check out Un Café au Lorset. French people, I'm sorry for mangling your language. I know that you're kind of going, now. Um, but um, so in that uh, podcast series, um, Louis Dubourg, who is a comedian, a, f- a friend of mine, um, Louis uh, chats with French stand-up comedians, um, including some of my friends and acquaintances, 
people like, well, Paul Taylor is interviewed in one of the episodes. So is Sebastian Marx, both in French, but also some other big names, including, you know, most of the guests are native speakers of French, including some quite big names in French comedy, people like uh, Gad Elmaleh and Fari. Fari. I love saying his name, Fari. Um, both big, basically, Louis Dubourg speaks to French comedians in French. And, um, you know, I, I, I find it interesting, even though it's really difficult to listen to. I listen to bits of it and I just, you know, dip into the episodes and try and follow. It's good. So you might want to listen to that. And the sound quality is good. Louis is a, a really good uh, uh, host and a good interviewer. Uh, so you might want to check that out. Otherwise, there's another one called French Voices. Um, by a girl called Jessica, French teacher who speaks English, French voices. Uh, French voices is um, conversations with interesting people, okay, in French, with some comments from Jessica at the beginning in English, okay? So Jessica, at the beginning of the, you know, before you listen to the conversation, Jessica in English, explains some things, some bits of French that you need to look out for. And then there is a full conversation in French and you can kind of try and notice uh, the things that she mentioned before. So French voices. And there's also French Your Way, French Your Way podcast. I mean, um, this is also Jessica. And this this podcast is specifically about teaching French, making things clear and memorable, correcting certain mistakes. A lot of it is in English, though, um, so it might not be your cup of tea. I mean, you would be listening to a French girl speaking English, talking about French. So I don't know if that's your cup of tea, but it might be. But actually, French voices and French your way, they're both, um, they've they have stopped doing them. Uh, Jessica is on maternity leave. Um, uh, her maternity leave started summer last year, and she hasn't come back. So the lots of episodes are there, but they're not being updated. She's probably fully involved with her baby. I don't know what's going on, but hope she comes back soon when she's able to, because I'll be listening. Um, I don't listen to all of her stuff, but it is one of the things that I can that I can listen to. Right. Um, <laughs> this next comment is sponsored by LEP Premium. Okay. And the comment goes like this. This is from Xavier. So, hello, Luke. I'm a regular listener. This is basically an advert for Luke's English Podcast Premium. Okay, this is how I'm. This is how I'm f- um, making this all happen. So, I'm a regular listener of your fantastic podcasts since 2018. So, I've been, I've been a regular listener of your fantastic podcasts since 2018. I'm going to correct that. Have been the. Yeah. And I'm the one who has requested, I'm the one who requested um, an episode on the topic of articles a couple of weeks ago. Okay. Um, And uh, I just finished the fifth episode of this series this morning. And I must say that it's the most brilliant episode that you've ever recorded. I don't think, I didn't think you were capable um, of doing that in 2009 when you started, because this requires a lot of experience. I don't know if the Lepsters realise um, the amount of work that you've performed to complete this series. During the last 20 years, I've often searched for 
such uh, a, a lesson focused on the right use of articles, but I've never found it. There have been so many rules. Uh, sorry, there are so many rules, but also expe- uh, exceptions that it drives me nuts. As a uh, neuro neuroradiologist at Lille University Hospital, I regularly write scientific papers on neurovascular diseases in international journals, and I'm frustrated to systematically see the editorial office of the journal change my sentences by adding or removing articles. I feel more confident now, even if it takes a long time to master the correct use of articles. I don't know if I've correctly used the articles in this message, but I'm very happy to get a comprehensive document on this topic. Thanks a lot, Luke, and keep it up. You're such a lovely person who is very inspiring to me. Thanks a lot, Xavier. It's nice of you to say that. Take care, Xavier. Did I? Am I? Am I right in thinking that I also read out a comment from a neuro? Was it a neuroradiologist or a neurologist or some other similarly sort of um, uh, sort of high level um, medical person? I did, didn't I? I don't think it was the same comment, and I don't think it was the same person. Clearly, Luke's English podcast. Um, Appeals to nothing, only the elite people in society. But anyway, in all seriousness, um, that that is a comment that helps me because then it's like the work, all the hard work paid off when I get that. But also, I'd like to genuinely show that to all of you, to, to read that to you, to say, look, maybe you might consider signing up for LEP Premium. And I wrote back to him and I said, oh, what a wonderful email. Thank you very much, Xavier. And I said, yes, you used all the articles correctly in this email. I'm glad to see my episode has helped you. I'm also very glad to receive emails such as this from interesting and intelligent people who actually use my content to actively improve their English. It's very inspiring. I might read out your message on the podcast at some point. Would that be okay? Uh, blah, blah, blah. And he said it would be fine. Uh, so there you go. Um, was there something I wanted to mention there? Um, no, I can't remember what it was, so I'm going to move on. Uh, the next comment is sponsored by the LEP Transcription Project. So the Transcription Project. Oh yeah, that's the thing I wanted to remember. I wanted to. Um, that's the thing I wanted to mention. How do you sign up to LEP Premium? All I'll say is go to teacherluke.co.uk/premium, and the details are there. Okay. All right. So moving on to the transcription project. So this is uh, the transcription project is a community effort in which Lepsters can transcribe episodes of the podcast. I've mentioned it before. Now I'm mentioning it again. Okay. So this comment comes from Antonio, who is the sort of de facto manager of this project, although he's very egalitarian. And whenever I say that he's the manager of it, he always says to me, he always says, no, I'm just one of the people working on it. And that, you know, I admire that attitude. So Antonio wrote this, though. He felt compelled to write this um, a while ago, I think. The transcription project is one of the most powerful options that we have in this podcast. Since I started learning English, I've always heard the same piece of advice from teachers I've been listening to, which is we must read, listen and write to have better English skills. Well, the transcription project is the perfect example and could allow us to reach this goal entirely. The transcription project does not only involve transcribing, but also proofreading episodes. That's why I created two teams. This is Antonio 
uh, who wrote this comment, let me remind you. The Orion team makes the transcriptions and the Andromeda team proofreads and corrects the texts done by the Orion team. And I want to tell people um, who are asking to join the project that we can fulfil our goals staying in this project longer than one or two episodes. Nobody is going to encourage us or give us a hug or give us a kiss. Right? So nobody's going to encourage us or give us a hug or give us a kiss during this uh, project. But still, the joy of seeing this project growing up and becoming better than when we started participating in it is immense. Staying for an extended period allows you to see your real improvement. When you proofread the episodes you did one year before, you're going to find out, you're going to find, not find out, you're going to find a lot of mistakes and misheard words. To find out is to, oh, are we going to get distracted by that, Luke? Find out, find out, find out, and find. What is the difference? What's the difference? Um, find out would be to, to, to sort of, to discover. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to get caught up in it. That's a question for LEP Premium. I'm just going to correct it to, when you proofread the episodes you did one year before, you're going to find a lot of mistakes and misheard words. You find find out a fact, like I found out. Hmm. To find something out is like to learn a fact. Let's put it like that. So, for example, um, uh, hmm. I found out that my cousin is sick. No, it's not true. It's just an example. I found out that my cousin is sick. He, he wrote me a letter to tell me. Okay, that's how I found out that he was sick. But you find something by just, you know, in the same way that you would find um, some money on the floor in the street. I, oh, I found some money. Okay, but you find out a fact and you find a thing. So in this case, Antonio is saying you, you're going to find a lot of mistakes so that's find. That's not find out. Okay. So anyway, when you proofread the episodes you did one year before, you're going to find a lot of mistakes and misheard words. That means that you can hear sounds and terms that you couldn't hear previously. And that also means that you're becoming a better English speaker. As I've often said, this is Antonio, the transcription project is a hard task to do. Sometimes we can feel bored, but we can't forget why we're doing it and what goal we want to reach. Mastering a language when you don't live with native speakers is very hard. This project and Luke's English podcast episodes allow us to fill that gap. However, we need something more to stay in this project longer. We need to have another goal, a different goal than learning English, a goal which means giving back something to others. Yes, learning plus giving back is something much more powerful. We learn English for free and we transcribe episodes and correct them for free. Doing that, we fulfil another goal. We help everyone coming to Luke's English Podcast to learn faster with our transcripts. The number of them is close to 342. And I would actually add, this is Luke now, I would add that that's more since this was done because since then, episode 618, The Climate Crisis with Cara Leopold, is now finished and needs to be proofread. So anyway, so Antonio continues. He says, I started my collaboration in 2015. And even if I'm not as good 
I'm not as good an English speaker as I want. Um, I know that I'm much better than I was then. I'm, I know that I was better then. So uh, thanks to people joining the Orion and Andromeda teams, staying with me and helping me to continue this project. Uh, I'll just add, uh, if you're interested in getting involved, you need to just go to the website, teacherluke.co.uk, and in tra- under, the tr- under the word transcripts in the menu, you'll see transcript collaboration, write a transcript. That's where you should start because that's where you will find some introduction, uh, some instructions and rules on how to take part in the transcription project. You must read that page first before you get involved, okay? There are just a few simple rules that everyone needs to follow for the transcription project to work properly, okay? So if you want to get involved, just um, go to the pay, go to the website, uh, transcripts, then transcript collaboration, and read that information. And don't worry, you don't have to transcribe an entire episode. That is too much work. Instead, you will just transcribe maybe three minutes of an episode or six minutes or nine minutes or whatever. But the episodes are divided into three minute pieces so that you can transcribe them more easily. Okay. And I wanted to read out uh, a message, a comment, a reply from Cara Leopold. You remember Cara, She's an English teacher. She's originally from Scotland. She lives in France like me. Uh, I've never actually met her, uh, but we communicate. Uh, we've communicated on the podcast several times. We talked about the climate crisis. And Cara sometimes comments on the website, which is great. And um, this is a reply from Cara to Antonio. This, is, this reply has been paraphrased by me slightly because it's a reply to a different but similar comment also written by Antonio. But anyway, the comment goes like this. She said, I don't think people realise how important it is to keep listening and coming back to the same material instead of just moving on to the next thing. Your engagement becomes much deeper and you're more likely to learn and remember the new words as well as improve your listening skills. I also really like the fact that it's collaborative and that the transcription improves over time as more people listen to it. A community effort. So, yeah. I concur. I second what she said. And some of you out there might be thinking, but um, yes, it's important to to repeat uh, and kind of go back to some material again and again. Uh, But Luke keeps producing and uploading more new content. Well, I mean, ultimately, you've got to make your own decision. You've got to use your own discretion. Um, I would recommend that you could do this. So you could listen to my new my new episodes when they arrive. But if there are any episodes that you particularly like, those are ones that you could go back to again and again. And those are ones that you could maybe um, uh, transcribe as part of the Orion team. Or maybe you could proofread some of the existing transcriptions. Uh, and that, that is the work of the, the um, Andromeda team. Okay, then. Ladies and gents, are you still there? I wonder if anyone is still listening to this. I I think that you probably are because I asked you to at the beginning, didn't I? I did. But some people will have dropped out. But, you know, that's all right. You know, that's just it happens. There's nothing you can do about it, is there? But I, I, you know, of course, I want everyone to listen to everything I say. Is this episode going to be two parts? Maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe it'll just be one part. I don't know. 
swings and roundabouts. There's advantages to making it two parts. There's advantages to keeping it one part. We will see. But whatever I choose, I will make a decision and that will be it. Okay, now then. I promised that I would sing. I, I, I promised that uh, several things here. I've promised that I wouldn't edit. I promised I wouldn't stop and start again. So here it is, warts and all. Warts and all. I've, I've explained that one before. A wart is like a little thing that might grow on your face. Ugh, an ugly thing. A witch. You know, a, a witch like from, um, from um, uh, The Wizard of Oz. uh, a witch (laughs) that's a witch laughing witches typically when the pictures of witches that you see or cartoons of witches they've always got a wart on their face so a wart is an ugly mark on someone's face so if you say warts and all it means you know the whole thing including some of the 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 more negative or maybe ugly things so in the case of this episode i'm going to publish the whole thing warts and all meaning i'm going to publish all of it without any of the little mistakes and things removed some of you are very happy about that i know some of you are happy to hear me um make mistakes and you know even repeat myself because it's more authentic uh so good it's all good in the hood hood meaning neighborhood so songs so i i want to do three songs and i tell you what this is going to be a challenge for me because i'm going to try and do them without without editing without cheating Mm. so this means i'm going to have to do these songs without making any mistakes all three of them in a row without any mistakes i think it's i think i won't be able to do it without making any mistakes but that's generally the kind of theme of this episode, isn't it? God knows what I'll call this episode. Will I call it warts and all? Will I call it an, an unedited ramble? I don't know. We will see. I hope uh, people listen to it anyway. It's one of those concerns like, oh, the, the name of the episode makes a huge difference. I hope you listen regardless of the name. Right then. So I've got three songs. They're all by Neil Innes. Someone I'm, I, I think about all the time. I think about his music all the time. Neil Innes died uh, Christmas last year. Very sad. Um, but his music lives on. He's not someone that people talk about a lot. He's not one of those big artists that people always talk about. Neil Innes was someone special, I think, in my for me. Because he was a mix of lots of things. He was a songwriter. He was a comedian. He was a just an original person. I just love his work. It really speaks to me. And also, Neil Innes was uh, one of the people involved in the Ruttles, that project, uh, the parody project about the Beatles. Uh, the Ruttles is a film. It's also a set of songs, Beatle parody songs. I've talked about him before, but as a tribute to Neil Innes, I'd like to sing three of his songs. Hmm. I'm going to start with this one. It's called I Must Be In Love. This is the song which um, kicked off the whole Ruttles project. So all of these songs are kind of written in a slightly Beatles-y kind of style. I'm a big Beatles fan. Other other bands are available, of course. Um, Right, let's see if I can do this without making a mistake. I'm not going to apologise in advance for mistakes and bad singing. Um... I'm just going to try and sing these songs. I hope you like them. The first one is called I Must Be In Love. Um, You can find this song 
if you search Spotify for The Ruttles, you can find Neil's uh, original version, but I'm going to do my acoustic version, okay? What's the key? Okay. I feel good. I feel bad. I feel happy. I feel sad. Am I in love? Ah, I must be in love. I feel rich. I feel poor. I'm in doubt. I feel sure. Am I in love? Ah, I must be in love. Any time of the day I can see her face when I close my eyes. She's a dream, she is real, can't explain how I feel. Am I in love? Ah, I must be in love. This is where you get the guitar solo. Now, now, now. Now, now, now. Now, now, now. time of the day I can see her face when I close my eyes am I dead or alive can my poor heart survive am I in love ah, I must be in love I feel good, I feel good, I feel bad, I feel bad, I feel happy, I feel happy, I feel sad. Am I in love? Ah, I must be in love. Now, 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 I must be in love. I must be in love. Now, 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 I must be in love. Yeah, that Beatles chord at the end, eh, Beatle fans? Um, You've got to hear the original because there are lots of little references to Beatles songs. Like at the end, it goes... Which sounds a lot like um, Ticket to Ride. She's got a ticket to ride. Anyway, so that was I, um, I Must Be In Love. I must be in love in the sort of Beatle voice. Um, what are we going to do now? Okay, next one is going to be called I Love You. And so, by the way, I'm I'm reading the chords on the computer screen. Every now and then I have to take my hand off the guitar to scroll down. So, you know, if the guitar stops, that's just me like scrolling down to get the rest of the chords and lyrics. Okay, I need the capo for this. Capo, ladies and gents, is a little thing that you clip over the the uh, neck of the guitar at a certain fret in order to allow you to just generally raise the tone of the of the whole guitar. It's sort of like cheating, but in so to because my voice is and I have an amazing range in my voice. I have to kind of raise the key. I have to change the key of the song while also ma- keeping the same finger patterns on the 
on the neck of the guitar. Fascinating, Luke. <laughs> okay, so this is a song about... Now, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, about when maybe there's someone that every now and then you meet them, just maybe someone you work with or someone you see occasionally, maybe a friend or someone at college or something. It's someone that you kind of quite regularly meet. And every now and then you kind of get the, you you wonder if you, you may be completely in love with that person. And it's just a general feeling that you have between the two of you. It's never been, nothing has ever been said, but inside you've got feelings, but those feelings have never been spoken. Um, That's what this is about. It's a very cute song. I'm going to have to try and sing it without, without kind of getting at all emotional. It's good to get emotional when you're doing music, but not so emotional that you can't really sing it. But it makes me emotional, these ones. I'm just feeling, just just feel that, that way about Neil Innes. Anyway. Okay, here we go. Every time I see you walk by There's a certain look in your eye And your smile says there's something that I Should tell you Every time we meet we say hi How's it going? Fine, we reply But I wonder what would happen if I Could tell you I love you I love you I don't know why it is Or what you do to me Vocabulary wise with you I'm all at sea Every time I'm with you I try I'm not a shoegazing kind of a guy But somehow I just come over too shy To tell you Why can't I tell you how I feel? It's so absurd. Why does my tongue get tied on three little words? I feel as if I'm falling apart. Do I blame my head or my heart? Because I stop every time I start to tell you. I love you 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 Lovely, isn't it? Isn't that a beautiful little song? And a song that not that many people know but uh, a real cracker. Um, and then finally, we're going to do this one, which is called Let's Be Natural. Also a Ruttles song. So all of the Ruttles ones. So the, the first one there, the, um, I Must Be In Love, that's the Ruttles. 
the second one yeah it's actually the second one is the ruttles as well and this is the ruttles so it's all ruttles music i mean i love the ruttles so much for me there's the beatles and all their work and the ruttles are kind of in the same world as the beatles they are it's just another it's like the beatles in a parallel universe that's you know they're, they're just as good so let's let's try and do this this is this has got more complicated finger work relax Time goes by as we all know naturally People come and people go naturally Let's be natural Ever since the world began let's be natural Every woman every man let's be natural has followed nature's plan let's be natural Stars are in the sky above naturally People rise and fall in love naturally Let's be natural Ever since the world began let's be natural Every woman every man let's be natural has followed nature's plan let's be natural everything is everything naturally mm-hmm. people cry laugh and sing naturally Let's be natural Ever since the world began let's be natural Every woman every man let's be natural Has followed nature's plan let's be natural Yeah so natural we could be so natural we could be so natural Okay, there you go. Three songs by Neil Innes. I'd like to do more songs on the podcast. I've got an episode coming up I've been planning, which is all about 
why do British people sing with American accents when they sing? Not all British people do that. There's, it's a complicated issue. There's an episode coming and it's going to be fun because I'd like to get the guitar out and try and sing in a, an American accent, sing songs in a British accent and kind of compare the two. So that should be fun. I haven't recorded it yet. So, I mean, you know, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's something I'm planning. Okay, ladies and gents, Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. I don't know if this is going to be one or two episodes, but we will see. I'm going to stop talking now. But um, uh, yes, it's good to be uh, it's good to be back on the podcast talking like this. And I hope the feeling is mutual. I hope you've been enjoying this, listening on the bus or listening on the train or at home or lying on your back on the beach somewhere or maybe floating in space in the International Space Station or wherever it is in a submarine at the bottom of the ocean or maybe you're sitting in some awful office building somewhere and you're looking outside and like, uh, you know whatever it is that you're doing wherever you are i hope that you're well and i hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast i will speak to you again on the podcast soon but for now it's time to say goodbye bye 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 thanks for listening to luke's english podcast for more information visit teacherluke.co.uk deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.